ACW is sponsored by Jabadi. Self-care through skin care. Jabadi is for everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to ACW Podcast. I am Robin Gabriel Parson, your host. And our co-host today is Carol Pierre, co-founder of Casa Sama and cultural ambassador. Yes, yes, yes. I am so excited and looking forward to our topic of discussion today. Uh, We're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to change the tune today. So I feel like it's time to celebrate. It's time to celebrate life, everybody. I hope you all agree. Uh, Everybody needs some excitement in their life. And, you know, with this whole gloomy COVID news around us, it's time to celebrate. And guess what? New Orleans is doing it right now. It is our carnival season. And we're about to celebrate the joys of life. Don't y'all wish y'all was here? (laughs) But look, y'all, unfortunately, due to COVID and the pandemic, Carnival and Mardi Gras looks a little different and feels different. The Mardi Gras parades have been canceled. Our traditional Carnival balls have been postponed. You know, but in spite of all of that, the city is still celebrating. Our spirit is still up because we need it right now. We need it right now. So today... We're going to talk about the flavors of carnival. Yes, yes. And we're going to talk about how carnival throughout the New Orleans during Mardi Gras, how we celebrate. And it's a sight to see, too. It's really a sight to see, and it's a place to be. And before I do, before I do, because I'm assuming everybody knew what Mardi Gras and carnival is, but I'm just going to give you a real quick, brief history behind carnival and Mardi Gras. Now, some people use carnival and Mardi Gras interchangeably but actually they're different. Some scholars speculate carnival began as a pagan festival in ancient Rome, while others think it started as a pre-Lenten Christian celebration centered around the Catholic calendar. Now, people's like, what is that? Well, for those who are not Catholic, it's a calendar that reminds parishioners or Catholics of their religious faith and obligations throughout the liturgical year. Based on traditional carnival, uh, uh, it begins during the season of Epiphany. Um, Now, Epiphany starts January 6th, which is the official end of Christmas season. And it begins the beginning of the carnival season. Now, carnival is celebrated in many places across the globe, like Trinidad, Tobago, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and today, y'all, on the podcast, we will bring the flavors of Rio de Janeiro Carnival in Brazil here in New Orleans. So uh, again, like I said, I'm so excited. Now, keep in mind, just like in New Orleans, people take a whole year to get their elaborate costumes together just for people to onlook and, and take pictures. So it's a big thing. It's a big thing. Now, Mardi Gras, quickly. Mardi Gras actually started in, in, in 1703 in a French settlement called Fort Lou Mobile, Mobile, Alabama. And then from there, the French established a city in New Orleans in 1718. And Mardi Gras had become ingrained in the city and culture by 1730. So the rest is history. So here we are today. So Mardi Gras, it basically means Fat Tuesday. It's where everybody we eat, we drink, we be merry uh, before that rigorous fasting and sacrifice called Lent. 
So you kind of see how this whole carnival thing is centered around this Catholic calendar. But I just got to say, look, I grew up in New Orleans and carnival for me was the most magical time. I used to love dressing up in costumes and masking and, and witnessing the Mardi Gras Indians meet the downtown, like the uptown Mardi Gras Indians meet the downtown Mardi Gras Indians and they're singing and they're chanting their tribal songs. So Mardi Gras is a very interesting time. I remember one year I had the pleasure to parade with the baby dolls. Now that's a tradition that dates back to 1912. So we got a lot of flavors of carnival that goes on in a city. But my most favorite, I got to get to my most favorite and my most exciting carnival experience was being a part of Casa Samba. Now, Casa Samba is a school of samba in New Orleans and they promote and showcase the Rio de Janeiro carnival in Brazil, which brings me to my amazing co-host, <laughs> I have the pleasure of introducing my special guest host here, Carol Pierre, co-founder of Casa Sama and cultural ambassador. Welcome, Carol. Thank you, Robin. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Carol. Carol, please, please share my audience. Tell the people a little bit about yourself and what you're doing here. Well, I am originally from New York. I have been in New Orleans almost 40 years. Um, this is my mom's birthplace. And for me, even though I grew up in New York, New Orleans is my home. My day job <laughs> is I'm an assistant vice president for uh, intercultural life at Tulane University, where I have been there for the last 37 years, um, really creating program services and advocacy for our underrepresented populations at Tulane, our Black, our BIPOC and the LGBT religious, first gen, um, but, but, but that's, that's my day job. My passion is being a part of Casa Samba. Um, and I have been uh, um, intimately involved in since its inception um, with this group. Um, together with my husband, Mr. Curtis Pierre, um, people like Bill Lennon and a host of other faculty, staff, community friends um, started this group so long ago in 1987. I believe 88 was the first year that we actually paraded on the streets of New Orleans. Casa Samba, like Robin mentioned, is an organization dedicated to presenting authentic Brazilian music, dance, folk arts, and we bring that spirit of carnival from Brazil. It, it just really complements Mardi Gras here in New Orleans. Yes, Carol. And I, I have to add to that because I've had the pleasure of actually being a part of your school and learning how to make the costumes and learning about the history of the people and the similarities, Carol, is, is amazing. We're going to talk about that too. But definitely I had the, uh, the pleasure of parading with you guys. And you guys done some of the most biggest carnival celebrations in the city from Zulu to Endymion. Yeah. For many years, we paraded with Endymion, with Zulu, with Tux. And also we've done parades in other cities within the state. We've done carnival, the, the carnival ball in Washington, DC. We've done so many international festivals and, and conventions and you name it. 
we have worked with both adults and children in not only teaching dance, not only teaching music, teaching the spiritual traditions of Candomblé, which is your based um, spirituality, making costumes, walking stilts, you name it. We've been doing this for the last 30 some years. Yes, you guys have. Yes, you guys. You're definitely a cultural icon here in the city of New Orleans. And, you know, I, I say the flavors of Carnival and what I really love about this city, and you can definitely agree with me, Carol, is that we have so many people from different ethnic groups. And even from the beginning of our history, uh, from the transatlantic slave trade, where many people came from the islands and transplanted, well, they were brought here and still preserve their culture, their history. And you could see it throughout our city. That's what's so amazing and dynamic. And I, I love about how unique we are. So Carol, share with the audience the similarities of Brazil and New Orleans. Uh, well, what do we have in common? Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of things in common. Most people don't realize, but we're, we're both, you know, when you think about New Orleans in, in the context of the United States and you think about Brazil, we are a blending of a culture that is made up of uh, particularly European, African, and indigenous people. I think the, when, when the Africans were brought to the new world, they brought with them their religion, their music, their dance. The pageantry, the European pageantry of carnival, right. plus the indigenous rooted traditions and celebrations all became intertwined both in Brazil, particularly in Rio and in New Orleans. New Orleans is the only place really, even though Mobile has a carnival just like ours, but New Orleans has been known as the capital of, of carnival um, uh, in the United States. So right. there is, I mean, we celebrate carnival and Mardi Gras at the same time. Um, we do it a little different uh, in that we have crews that, that organize and have parades through the streets in which they throw trinkets to the masses. In Brazil, mm -hmm. they more sing and dance and present um, their carnival through themes um, that, that may be about the government, that may be about the, the current situation, that may be about things happening in the world. Um, uh, and, and they parade um, both their, their major parade is in a stadium that is, uh, I guess, the size of Canal Street. <laughs> if you take wow. Canal Street from, from Claiborne to, uh, to the river, um, most of the big groups that parade have to go down this, this avenue and they have to sing and dance and each group may have three to 5,000 people in it. They have to push floats, they have to dance and sing and it's it's an amazing, amazing presentation. And other similar, I mean, there's so many other similarities. You think about food. Uh, again, Africans yes. brought with them the food. So, you know, there's a similar dish to gumbo. There, you know, we love red beans and rice and they, they love black beans and rice. Even the, the spiritual practices. Here in New Orleans, uh, the Africans brought um, the ones that, that, that came from Africa into Haiti and then brought into the United States, brought uh, voodoo, which in New Orleans became voodoo. In Brazil, the Africans brought that same spiritualism, which became what they know as condomble or 
Umbanda or Kaboko even. Um, so we share the culture, the music, the dance, the religion, and the foods. Um, that's just, just a, a couple of things that we do. Yes, yes, yes. That's beautiful. Now, C Carol, with all of what you just explained, you know, mm -hmm. someone who wants to experience the Casa Samba, I know we're in a pandemic. So how could they connect and experience some of the things you just explained in reference to educating them about carnival in Brazil, what are you guys doing right now with this condition, this pandemic? How are you keeping your traditions of celebrating carnival alive within all of these restrictions? Well, all of us have had to be extremely creative <laughs> around COVID. Yes. Um, but I felt like, you know, as a dancer, as somebody who has this, this love for this culture, for this music, that I just couldn't stay on, stay home, stay in, um, that I had to be creative. Um, so uh, Casa Samba has actually been um, holding dance classes um, outside of the center that we traditionally have for, for, for several months, socially distancing, masking up and all of that as an effort to, 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 keep, to keep going, to keep it going, to keep folks in shape, to keep folks I mean, keep our dancers and our musicians up on their music, on their choreographies and rhythms and routines. You know, we've also been able to do some, some virtual stuff. My husband, Mr. Curtis Pierre has been really working on how we expand our programming virtually. Several online classes in which he's traditionally done in person with kids at libraries and schools during residencies, awesome. he now is, is, is being moved to a virtual uh, platform. In recent months though, with the lifting or the changing of the, the status of, of COVID, we've been able to get back into our, our center um, located, it's a North Center located at the Annunciation Center on Race Street to be able to still do classes inside, in person, but very limited. So we've been do, holding classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays from like 6.30 to 8, as well as our Saturday morning class, which is outside of the center on the basketball court at 8.30. We've been able to, to keep it going. Yes, yes. And I'm a witness to that because I definitely attend. I love it. It's a way of you guys in the community. And, and what I enjoy is the people that walk the park when they're looking at us dancing, they're asking questions. So they're learning too. So, you know, you guys are definitely in the community preserving and continuing sharing the culture. So, and, and it's something we need. And as you mentioned, you know, we dance, we exercise, we get our heart rate up. So it's a lot of fun and we're learning about history. So it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, I encourage people to come out, wear your mask. Like as Carol said, we social distance. So um, most definitely. But Carol, my question, and I'm thinking we, we, in reference to Brazil, can you kind of elaborate on since they are also dealing with pandemic during a very big time. And a lot of times the people that participate in these carnivals, these people don't have a lot of money. They save up money for years to create these elaborate costumes just to get out there on that special time. And now it's been like taken. And so how do you think they are a healing or how, how do you think they're continuing the traditions? 
Well, I mean, for people who don't know, Brazil has the second highest behind the United States of incidents as well as deaths. So they are really struggling um, when it comes to, and you're talking about a much, uh, um, a much poorer country um, where there is huge discrepancies between the wealthy and the poor. Um, yeah, and you're right, you know, to have that one hour during that one day, people will work and pay a little bit every day, every week towards that elaborate costume, or they will go to rehearsals and all those things to get ready for that one day. They, I, I was speaking with friends in Brazil and they had initially postponed it to Ju July, but last Thursday, they have for the first time in a century, they're going to cancel Carnival 2021, the largest carnival in the wow. world. Um, you know, not only, I mean, definitely as a result of COVID, but they're also not being, they're not able to get the supplies and the stuff that they've gotten from Europe and Asia to make all of those amazing costumes and floats and all of, all the things they need to put on Carnival. So they have um, as serious of challenge as we do here in the States. Wow, wow, that's so unfortunate. But you know, we keep the spirit alive. Like I say, here in New Orleans, though we aren't having our parades and our, our balls, mm -hmm. the spirit is still in the air because you know, you as you notice, riding up and down the streets, people are doing house floats now. You know, yeah. so isn't that amazing? It is. I, I was riding down magazine yesterday and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, it's amazing how it's transformed all the stores and the shops and stuff that have, have come out and um, created a sense of carnival um, within their own space. The how, there are many houses and there's a tour that you can do to go around and see those houses that have um, created that sense, that spirit of Mardi Gras. We, we too are even thinking of, of creating um, a Mardi Gras kind of uh, home float here um, at our residence. So yeah, I mean, you know, you can take away the parades, but you can't take away the spirit. You can't take away that hunger to yes. really celebrate and to be grateful for what we have. And we've had a lot of loss and we've had a lot of sadness. And this is the time I think where we can rejoice a little bit. We can pick our heels up, but we still need to be safe. So I really amazed at the resiliency and, and we are resilient people and that's been evident ever. Yes, we know, are. Ever since Katrina, you think about how resilient we are. We will get through this, but in the meantime, we have also inspired so much creativity on how we can do things differently and still be able to celebrate, remember and reflect on this this season. Carol, tell us about the, right now, again, like I said, we being creative in reference to every aspect of our life. Um, Casa Summer right now is getting ready to roll out a cultural and wellness community outreach initiative. Mm -hmm. uh, talk about that, which I am so excited over it because I get to be a partner with you guys. <laughs> yes. You know, we, we think about what we do and dance is something that I, to me is, is such a, a stress reliever, uh, a body conditioning, just a, a way of life that I think 
is, is real important. And building an awareness of, of, of the fitness and the wellness that goes into to dance is something that we want to expound upon. So we yes. are partnering with you in the Urban <laughs> Fitness Program and with one of our other dancers to do kind of a samba boot camp for those who really are inspired to do the dance and, and, and want to get that cardio workout. Both of those opportunities are going to be available in the upcoming weeks here in February. So we are expanding our program a little bit. On Monday, we'll do the Urban Fitness Casa Samba and the Samba uh, Boot Camp will happen on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we, we will also work on, on bringing other things that really highlight, particularly for women that need to, to get yes, out yes. your body um, and to release some stress with all the things that are going on to learn about culture, whether it's here in New Orleans or in Brazil. So really expanding so that we are really engaging our full selves. It's one thing to dance. It's another thing to understand how you are, how, how dance is affecting your body and how to, how to do it properly, whether it's learning how to breathe or being able to to, to count and listen to music and listen to rhythms and know when to come in and go out and, and learning how to warm up and, and to cool down and to really get our bodies ready for dance, for exercise, because it's a lifelong thing. I think it's real critical, particularly a place like New Orleans with the kinds of food and, and, and <laughs> yes. we need to think about how we are, are caring for our bodies. My mom always used to tell me, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. So you really do anything or help anybody because you know if you're sick. So how do I keep my body, which is my temple, um, in, a, in, a, in a healthy state? Um, and I, I think the opportunities to, to, to explore uh, uh, wellness and fitness through a kind of funky urban fitness or, right. or whether it's yoga or whether it's it's samba boot camp or you know doing the various dances from Brazil and I will say samba is the most aerobic and it's like to me it's 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 similar to second line in that it is the dance that you grow up with throughout your life yeah wow 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 so yeah we're definitely excited so listeners I hope you took all that in we're very excited about Casa Samba and their expansion so Carol what's next with Casa Samba 2021 I know you guys got getting ready for carnival which is a few weeks um so yeah just just kind of share that with us well I mean obviously um there are lots of things that we do and because we show that similarity I know my husband is working on some projects with other black carnival cultures here in the in the in the city. So the black masking Indians, the baby dolls, the second line and brass um, band, the the social aid and pleasure clubs of really um, highlighting the contributions that the black carnival cultures here in New Orleans have had on the on the city and the region. Yes, we will continue to kind of really 
work on improving the internal workings of the organization, expanding our, our outreach, expanding uh, our communications, networking, really kind of enhance our website. And, uh, and then we have some projects with various entities in the city. We, we hope that once the city gets back, we can get back to our performances, our residencies, doing conventions and other uh, special events that highlight and um, really bring some education around this culture and the impact it's and similarities it has to the city. Yes, and we're looking forward to that. So thank you so much for sharing your energy with us today. Uh, Carol, please leave our audience with the contact information with Casa Samba. And yeah, I, I, okay, yeah. We will be putting a lot of the stuff up on our website. You can always find out about Casa Samba by going to www.casasamba, www.casasamba.com. That's the quickest way to uh, find out what's going on. We also have a Facebook page and an Instagram page, and that's all listed on the website. I encourage folks to, you know, try something different. Um, Samba's a lot of fun. Um, you know, the most important thing is is the community, the networking, uh, the spirit of coming together and really letting go and really paying attention to your health. So I, yeah. I am I am delighted and honored and grateful for coming on the show today and hope that we can continue our work together. But yes, most definitely. Hope that we can get back to some sense of normalcy soon. Yes. Well, listeners, you heard it here first on ACW. We are celebrating the joys of life here in New Orleans. And you all know Mardi Gras is the biggest free party in the world. So everyone, again, live life with purpose, intention, and love. Until next time. Bye-bye. Ciao. ACW is presented by Partnerships in Fitness, a fitness and health and wellness consulting group, building strong minds and bodies, and empowering one community at a time. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our Pifnola YouTube channel and leave questions or comments. ACW is sponsored by Javadi. Self-care through skincare. Javadi is for everybody.